0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1448, The Reason Companions Feel Abandoned All the Time, and What to Do About It, by Dr. Kelly Flanagan of drkellyflanagan.com. Hello, everybody, and thanks so much for joining us on a Sunday. I'm Greg Audino, and this is Optimal Relationships Daily, the show on which I read to you from some of the best relationship-building content around in about 10 minutes or so. Now today, we'll turn to one of our newer contributors, whose work I'm excited to keep on sharing. We have a really dense post today from Dr. Kelly Flanagan about how to cultivate more appreciation and love towards our companions uh, so as to help keep them from being abandoned or feeling abandoned. So let's jump into this article now and start optimizing your life. The reason companions feel abandoned all the time and what to do about it by Dr. Kelly Flanagan of drkellyflanagan.com. I almost completely ignored her. It was near the beginning of a very busy Wednesday. I had behind-the-scenes promotional work to do for my book, True Companions, and two podcast interviews to record in the afternoon. My wife had a full day at her office and a school board meeting in the evening. She reached out to me around mid-morning and asked if I could use an app on my phone to place a lunch order for her at a local Thai restaurant which she would then pick up herself. I glanced at the text preview on my lock screen and went back to work. Fortunately, I was saved from the kind of inaction I would later regret by a word that popped into my head. I'd explained the word to a client earlier in the week. The word was habituation. The dictionary defines habituation as the reduction of psychological or behavioral response occurring when a specific stimulus occurs repeatedly. For instance, Let's pretend that when I put on my blue jeans these days, they are for some reason quite a bit tighter and less comfortable than before the pandemic. Just pretending, of course. Little creative license. Ahem. At any rate, when I put on my blue jeans first thing in the morning, they feel constrictive. I'm aware of the fabric squeezing me in unpleasant ways. By the end of the day, I don't notice them at all. Why? Because my nervous system is programmed to quit processing the data. It decides the discomfort isn't a threat to me as an organism, so it withdraws cognitive resources from feeling the discomfort and opens up the channel for other inputs, other sensations, other feelings. We habituate to uncomfortable things. We habituate to pleasurable things as well. My last sip of coffee in the morning never tastes as flavorful as the first. My taste buds have habituated. Put your favorite song on repeat all day. It won't be as enjoyable to listen to by the end of the day. In fact, you may discover that you're tuning it out altogether. You're habituated to it. The scent of the first flowers of springtime can be intoxicating after the icy odorlessness of winter. But, by the time your potted mums decorate your front porch in the autumn, you've moved on to noticing the sweet rot of fallen leaves. It's inevitable. Exposure to something safe always results in habituation. We habituate to our companions, too. They're around more than anyone else. They occur repeatedly in our lives. The things that once tickled us about them become things we don't even feel anymore. The things that once got our attention have been filed away as safe and unimportant, and our nervous system redirects our attention to other concerns. For instance, when your favorite person in the world asks you to do them the smallest of favors to order her lunch, just a few minutes and a few taps on a device, just a few calories expended to get her the calories she needs for her day, and you barely even notice the request, let alone consider acting on her behalf. 20 years ago, I would have fought my way into and out of hostile territory to retrieve her some pad thai with tofu and vegetables. Now, I'm habituated. Now, I save my attention for the fresh concerns being thrown at me all day. Is it any wonder we can feel abandoned and isolated at times in even our closest relationships? We're wired to abandon each other in these small ways, Fortunately, we are also wired to reverse our habituation. According to research by Stanford psychologist Laura Karstensen, which I present in True Companions, the priming of our fragility can radically reorient us. It's what happens when you let in the awareness that all of life, the whole hard and holy ride, everything you're traveling through and everyone who's traveling with you, is temporary, impermanent, transient, fragile. The dictionary defines prime as to prepare or make ready for a particular purpose or operation. To prime our fragility, then, is to take something that most of us spend our lives ignoring out of fear and sadness, death, mortality, and loss, and to put it to use to resensitize ourselves to our companions, to unhabituate, if you will. Karstensen says that the inevitable effect of priming our fragility is to become more present to more grateful for, and more loving towards, our truest companions. On a Wednesday morning, I let my fragility be primed. It made my companion more beautiful than mums in the autumn. And I ordered her some noodles. You just listened to the post titled, The Reason Companions Feel Abandoned All the Time, and What to Do About It, by Dr. Kelly Flanagan of drkellyflanagan.com. And thanks a lot to Dr. Kelly for this awesome post, and a really important reminder. It's a very stoic approach to be able to look at the things in our lives that we love and consider that this may indeed be the last time we see them. It sounds like a really great antidote to the very problem that Dr. Kelly is describing. However, I would argue that even this sense of awareness and brave introspection can be subject to habituation as well. Can we get so familiar with that kind of intensity that even it stands to lose our attention? Most likely, says I. And with that being said, I encourage you to take this post and apply it, but be patient with the natural ebbs and flows. It's only human to go through phases of a lack of gratitude and appreciation, even after we try our best to be more present. So trust that making those efforts towards presence are enough, and that they're noticed, and that they do make a positive difference for you over time. Even I, today, uh, find myself feeling like I need a reminder that they aren't bulletproof. Uh, But that doesn't mean that they aren't the best we can do. So, I hope that that gives you something to think about, everyone, and that you have a good takeaway from this article. It is time to wrap up, unfortunately, but I thank you for joining me today and listening until the end, and I will see you in our weekly bonus episode, which is live now. So, be sure to check that out. That's where your optimal life awaits.